we grew up with that idea of like, if you smoke weed, you know, your egg's going to be fried. And if you do, or you talk about it as alternative medicine, but I think my mother or my grandmother will say, eh, you know, drogadito mm -hmm. or any other kind of words. How is it that you said you educated yourself first to break, break the stigma for you? What was the stigma you had and how are you breaking it? Hello, it's Eglantina Zing. You might have heard some things about me, perhaps. And yes, I am all of that and much more. And in my podcast, The Zing with Double G, I will be sharing my views, thoughts, opinions on culture, society, feminism, sex, and all of it. All of that everyone is thinking, but no one dares to talk about. Every Wednesday, I will be offering you a new episode with incredible guests from celebs, friends, big names, authors, artists, And also, since I love talking to myself, will be only me talking my head. The last episode of the season will be exclusively for you guys with my subscribers. So we'll get to chat. I will get to read some of your DMs, play through voice notes, and talk basically of whatever you want. So don't forget to subscribe, join the fun, and listen to The Zing every Wednesday. You can find The Zing at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me at Eglantina Zing, Z-I-N-G-G, to DM and get in touch. Let us explore and lose control. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to the Zing with Double G because it's double the fun, double the, the, the everything. Double your sensations as a double mean come. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Zing and we're here in a new episode, the Zing with Double G. Thank you for all your comments and for making this podcast your favorite podcast. You remember the drill, subscribe on our YouTube channel. If you find any value in this conversation, share it, give it some love and you can get the Zing in any platform you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and elsewhere. Today, we have a very special guest, somebody who I've known for years, but only via, um, via phone or via Zoom or digitally. Now he is here at the set of the Zing. It's my pleasure to welcome Santiago Ongai, who is the founder and co-founder of Full Canopy Holdings. He has a botanical research and a development company focused on expanding our knowledge of fungi, La Truffe. Yes, <laughs> this conversation is going to be very, very interesting. And they utilize various genetics, cultivation techniques, and lab testing to advance the research of highly effective botanical formulations. He has devoted his professional career to end the cannabis and psilocybin mushroom stigma. Yes, Santiago. <laughs> Through education and that's what we're going to listen today from the master of how this is a technique that is revolutionizing medicine for the next 20 years and we're going to learn everything about the benefits the stigma we're going to get educated the risk and for who is this a good therapy how can they serve themselves and uh, where can they get it santiago welcome to the zing Thank you so much. Finally, um, after so two years ago that we had a conversation <laughs> to do It's our business. It's a long time coming. Yes, I am very excited to be here. I would uh, lie if I didn't say I was a little nervous as well. And I hope I can live up to that introduction. No, no, no. So it but, was a, I wanted to read the introduction, which I usually don't do. I always introduce them like that. But I think you deserve to go over because since this is such a delicate topic, uh, I don't want it to, uh, to people to, to take it so easily or like well, not easy it's good but yeah. to really put the 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 knowledge and the respect towards what your work and your years of research are creating for 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 all of us to deal sometimes we have so much stress depression overwhelming and there are good ways that are not only just therapy therapies or talking to somebody but they they are actually chemically Uh, attached to how your brain works and how your emotions can be uh, enhanced, no? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I have a question. You're, you're from Colombia, right? I'm from Mexico. Mexico you're from Mexico. City. Oh, yes. caramba. Yo no sé por qué le estoy haciendo colombiano ahí ya. Pelé, pelé, raspada, de vuelta a primer grado. Uh, but, <laughs> but, you know, the Colombians and the Mexicans probably have a similar accent sometimes because of the altitude. They have like a kind of, um, they pronounce every every single uh, word until the last S. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm 
from Mexico City, grew up in Miami, so okay. my accent is completely confused. That's why. Or I'm... neutral. Bueno, okay. neutral, no <laughs> sé. Neutral, I don't know, but confusing, yes, it is. I'm sorry I got that wrong. No worries. But Mexico, viva Mexico. Mexico City, viva Mexico. Orale. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it um, that instead of starting, you know, a taco shop or a tequila brand, <laughs> you started uh, this path into cannabis and psilocybin? A little curious, a little crazy, um, you know, just believe that this was the right path. And, you know, I, I think first I had to break the stigma within myself to, to understand that I was misinformed for a large part of my life. And mainly by, you know, just trying firsthand uh, different things. So curiosity and and yeah, I, my career started in cannabis, which was the first, you know, uh, high risk schedule one substance to become legal at a state level. So mm -hmm. that gave me the path to, to change my professional career uh, into cannabis. And that opened up my mind completely into natural medicine and alternative medicine. And, you know, the little crazy part more so into scheduled one substances, right? Most of the, the things that they tell us not to mess with or, or touch. So that's interesting because you say this breaking the stigma for the things that they tell us not to touch because, you know, cannabis nowadays, like it's mainly legal. People have find uh, great benefits towards uh, what cannabis can do. Everything from like the ones that have THC to the ones that are like creamed and just the, the hemp of, of the plant. But we grew up with that idea of like if you smoke weed you know your eggs gonna fry it and if you do or you talk about it as alternative medicine but i think my mother or my grandmother will say uh, you know drogadito mm -hmm. or any other kind of words um, that they will use to standardize or put people in the box that tried alternative medicine so yeah. how is it that you said you educated yourself first to break break the stigma for you what was the stigma you had and how are you breaking it Uh, or how think, shall, shall we all break it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, first thing, right, again, that curiosity led me to try cannabis and to try mushrooms for myself. And after having that experience, I realized it wasn't as bad as people said. Mm -hmm. And then just informing yourself, why are they telling us this is bad, right? So 1970, it was... Uh, the war on drugs mm -hmm. started, right? And and the reason why the war on drugs started, the reason behind it is is also very interesting, right? Kind of discriminatory against minorities, so on and so forth. So it, it's funny that we say our parents or grandparents who are, you know, minorities in the U.S. or immigrants, exactly. If you do drugs, you you remember that commercial? If it's two eggs, your brain is going to look yeah, like this, yeah. fried. Yeah, a lot of propaganda. <laughs> but, but mainly it was business, no? Because the pharmaceutical businesses are much more profitable for the U.S. than yes. the war on drugs. But I thought the war on drugs was your president, Calderon. Whoa, that's a, that's a whole nother war on drugs. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. It started. I would say it started with Nixon, and then it went across the world. You know, and and everybody um, believed or grew to believe the stigma that all drugs are bad and marijuana is bad, and it'll fry your mm -hmm. your brain, so on and so forth. And it, that just became the norm. That was it. And then nobody really tested it or asked why. Or you know, the, obviously there was a lot of people still consuming these substances, but Uh, at, at a medical level, at a research level, everything was closed down. And that was it. We just moved on with our life. And so here we are 53 years later, right now, finally fighting for our freedom, not only to consume, but also to research mm -hmm. and continue to educate ourselves on this natural medicine that's been used for centuries. And when you mean research is because the research was completely blocked, no? Yeah. Like you couldn't do any research. Yes. And whoever did it, it either it was for medicinal use or recreational, was considered a, a criminal. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Yeah, all the research was shut down. Uh, there was some well-known research going on in, in Harvard. Uh, and, you know, I think that was probably the last research to be shut down. And then... That was it. Not much else was researched. There was some people that took the risk to, you know, lose medical licenses, so on and so forth, and continue working with it. There were some people that went overseas mm -hmm. to Latin America, a lot of them, Panama, Costa Rica. They were legal there. And uh, yeah, either legal or quasi-legal, right? Not fully illegal. 
So like yeah, like or, not regulated. So if you had say. a bag of mushrooms, nobody will go yeah. like you know you yeah, go yeah, to yeah. jail. Yep, yep. So Jamaica is another place that that it's interesting, right? It's not illegal there, so a lot of companies have gone there to try to source. But Jamaica is interesting, mushrooms. no? Because I think mushrooms are legal, but cannabis is not legal. They're going through the regulatory process with cannabis. I know there's been a lot of investment opportunities in Jamaica. I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly what the legal status of, of cannabis is. But yeah, it's been it's been a very interesting journey trying to figure out where can we just work with natural medicine, right? Where can we grow it and study it? And the way you say it, it's natural medicine. So why is it that there's, and in all the research that you've done, what have come to your mind that why is it the, 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 this stigma that people have put or governments have established that these are lo- drugs that, you know, are harmful for, for a development mind, for kids, for society itself? Why, if it's, it, I believe it's something very... That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. That is a great question. I mean, no, but you're the again, expert. there's a, there's a lot <laughs> I of... I speculate, you know, but yeah, the, I don't know. I have the, no yeah, idea. the speculations are that it was, you know, a war on drugs, really a war against minorities, a way to, to incarcerate uh, minorities, which were, as they were seen, the main users of, of these substances. Um, but now the research that has been coming out from a lot of universities, John Hopkins being one of the most known universities mm-hmm. to be doing this research, most of it points to the fact that it is a beneficial natural medicine uh, and more than anything for mental health, right, for, for something that we don't really know a lot about, uh, neuroscience, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, a chemist or, or scientist myself. I work with a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me. But um, I don't, we don't know the question as to why, especially now that research has proven that they are beneficial to many things such as and still we do have that stigma so maybe i don't know in my speculation theories i believe that either one it's which i think is always number one is about the money and the and and what is gives you more revenue uh, to the government or uh, to the big holders or the big key players but also what i think they use and manipulate the message is that it's addictive yeah. But this, uh, this I don't want to call them drugs, but they are drugs in general, no? Are they called drugs or the the psilocybin and cannabis, are they called drugs or the natural medicine? I would okay. call it natural medicine. They could it, be called they drugs, are, you know? Do they cause addiction? Uh, I mean, I can talk about my experience, right? Mm-hmm. I want to make a side note okay. of, of, of my approach to um, how I like to inform people. Again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, and I don't want to educate you, but I do want to intrigue you, intrigue and, and, and spark this level of interest so that people can go out and, and look for more information on their own and, and inform themselves, right? So um, I think there are substances that are not addictive, right? I think there are substances that can most definitely help, and I'm talking about natural medicine, mm-hmm. So like cannabis, I think, is something that could be consumed more regularly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I again, I don't I don't believe they're addictive because you can stop as a personal experience. Right. I can stop and take what is widely known as a tolerance break from either smoking cannabis or mushrooms. Right. If you're microdosing, usually what people say is five days on, two days off just so that you could take a tolerance break Mm. and you don't have to continue to increase your dose as you're consuming these substances. So personal opinion, I don't believe that they are addictive, right? I I think that like anything else in life, balance is key, most definitely, right? Balance is key. But yeah, I I haven't seen anybody who has had withdrawals or or has been addicted to these substances. All right. So first stigma is out. (laughs) <laughs> theory of being addicted because I think that's the way they manipulate the, the message out there of the communication of um, of um, of you know 
you try you you try you smoke a joint or if you try cannabis you're gonna be addicted for the whole yeah. life and or gateway drug uh, right if you try this then this is, this where gonna are you go gonna go stop to the next one yeah. and it's never gonna stop so all those stigmas really it's uh it depends on you and you were saying the part of of um of the neuroscience of how like why is the hype right now on psilocybin is it uh, because that's a great question okay. yeah i mean i think first and foremost right I, i i think the hype has always been there it just hasn't been widely recognized and what i mean by that is this is something that's been used for centuries ceremonially on this part of the, you know different regions of the world different parts of the world in this part of the world um the story is uh, a banker went down t to mexico mm -hmm. to meet with a masatapic tribe where he met maria sabina and she introduced him to what we know as magic mushrooms okay. right so this isn't something that was just discovered in a lab recently and now has become something that's very trendy And I hope what I'm trying to portray there is, you know, it's nothing new. It's been around for a long, long time. It's been used for a long, long time. So, again, inform yourself before trying. But it's, it, it, it's something that has been widely available. And now we are coming to the recognition of it, right? And, and I think that's where the trend starts. It's recognizing that this is available, an alternative medicine from our therapies or pharmaceuticals and also enough movement behind that recognition mm. to be able to regain our freedom to not only consume but study and to create businesses right not yeah. only create businesses for what america is built on right like capitalism etc cetera, etc cetera, but also for the greater benefit of of Everybody, I would say. Of your wellness, because I think, as, as you were saying, for neurosciences and for your brain and for... I grew up in the Amazon, in the Venezuelan Amazon, and uh, I saw those uh, indigenous cultures, which they use all these uh, herbs and plants. Maybe I've never tried the ayahuasca, and I understand that there's a, a, a sometimes a comparison, and people sometimes feel much more... Uh, I guess safe to, for lack of a better word, to go do an ayahuasca than to eat mushrooms. In my case, of sometimes when I have spoken to people, that uh, personally, when I call you, like uh, I've I had done uh, psilocybin for mm -hmm. a microdosing. I'm usually a macro person, but <laughs> I was like, I micro nothing, I micro everything. Okay, so I don't know what you're gonna give me, but give me big and. Uh, <laughs> And That's then, good to know. Yes, and then I tried it, and it was something of so much of a release, of an opening of, of, of the way, of the troubles of your brain and that little voice of telling you all this, um, you know, ruido or things that you that make you feel bad yeah. or you have a, accumulated along your path. And I found it fascinating, and I thought that, uh, you know, if everybody can have access to that, I think everybody could have a little bit more... Um, Uh, compassion to themselves and and compassion to others and relate more to 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 nature in this world that we're all technology and kind of disconnected to nature i think i don't know maybe in my experience it brought me back to the roots of the earth of yeah. of, of nature maybe because it comes from the shit right? you said it best that's it <laughs> i don't know what else to do <laughs> no, <come on. laughs> no that is that is great yeah i mean i think it's very true right yeah our life today is is very fast-paced everything is instant gratification we're used to you know like having a lot of noise not only surrounding us but in our head and and yeah my personal experience depending on the dose but there are certain doses which have completely quieted my thoughts okay. and I had never experienced that before right yeah. especially nowadays and in, in the life we live today I felt like I had been you know I don't know practicing meditation or yeah. which I hadn't I all I did was consume one gram of of, of mushrooms And it was just like it takes you to peace. that level. If you've been for three yes. hundred years meditating, perhaps the Dalai Lama. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he takes this little sign of it. I'm sure. Come on, Mister Your Your Royal Highness, tell us, <laughs> tell us the truth. Share the wealth. What he will say is that you know the the oneness, right? What yeah. you said, we're a little bit disconnected as well. Yeah. Not only quieting the noise of the mind, but that um, especially now after COVID, right? I think 
the whole world is a little bit disconnected. So it also helps shift that perspective and and bring us a little bit back together because we are social animals at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So I think there's there's a lot of shift that happens. There's a documentary, I believe, on Netflix that explains it really well. Yeah. About just shift of perspective and habits. It's like if anybody skied, I'm sure you've yeah. you've been skiing. You you go down the mountain and you're making tracks in the yeah, snow. Well, you're making tracks and tracks. Like, yeah. I bought some boots 20 it's, years ago. <laughs> I have used them once. It's Here a great in analogy sunny Florida, because I ski in the water. Yeah. Water skiing, to be fair. Water skiing doesn't work. This analogy. <laughs> so when you're skiing, you're making tracks, right? And when you consume usually a larger dose of mushrooms, it's like a snowstorm just covers all those tracks and allows your brain to make new connections or build new habits or break old habits right and again opinions i want to get people curious enough to yeah. continue to to look into this and this was a netflix documentary very easy to pull up we're nowadays. not suggesting anything we're sharing a conversation and thoughts and opinions and uh and our own experience yeah and uh and you're an expert or you're in this path of 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 exploring some new me new medical uh natural medicine and things that actually can help human beings to connect to yeah. have that oneness to have that peace and all this this with we're launching the fifth season and uh, well it already launched but I, it feels like it just launched it launched and um all the comments about everybody for the past seasons have been talk about relationships talk about love talk about relationships you know and all sorts of relationship but i think the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself yeah to be able to connect with yourself because as you say we're social uh, animals we're social creatures we do so many things and as young people Uh, to be able to have that social acceptance, that social currency from filters to fillers to Botox to surgery mm -hmm. to having, you know, a bulimia, all these insecurities of the, the boys, you know, com having so much suicide rates growing every minute, doctors prescribing all these oxycontins and these uh, pills to, you know, you know, take a pill for every pain. Yep. And not having that opportunity to connect with your your own self. And I think this is a great way, or at least for me, it worked a lot. And I wanted to bring this attention to to our audience to be able to quizás, maybe open their minds and and uh, and and see it with a with a different optic. Yeah. And it's not only us because I think every day is much more popular and is ever growing, and it makes me very happy. So benefits well. we have uncountable yeah you know a quick point there yeah. I, i you know i love when people join us on on our curiosity journey and and Shall we go open out a chat? of the norm and explore <laughs> yes for the exclusive content you'll have santiago and i every morning <laughs> absolutely yeah come join us on this journey of, of just being a little bit curious and a little bit crazy the last person to join me on this journey who had never tried to my knowledge uh, psilocybin mushrooms was my grandpa who's 93 years I old i love it i knew it was going to so come never too there. soon never too <laughs> yeah never never too old <laughs> and how how is he feeling how how was his experience what did he tell you great it's actually very funny so i mean you know 93, 93 years, old. years old in mexico city in an apartment his life is you know going from the bedroom to the couch to read the newspaper to eat breakfast to take a nap and then do that you know move again and he tried one square of a chocolate which was 233 milligrams And he wanted to call his friends, which unfortunately at this point, it's his friend's kids. But he had to call them and plan a lunch and he had to get out of the house and he had to go be social and connect with people. And, and then he, you know, continued to read and study this, that. And so he went for two squares, which is now double the dose. And, and then he, he went swore. out naked in the middle yeah. of Reforma. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't be telling this story. He swore he didn't need his cane anymore. Right. So. I mean, I think it, it is very much so a relationship with yourself, I wish. <laughs> It's a relationship with yourself. It helps you explore internal, you know, maybe battles or, or opportunities. And it just shifts your perspective. But so. in the medicine part, because uh, so what is it that it does to your brain? It segregates Ooh, that's, a, what that that's it a great makes question. Great. Yeah, I mean, I hope we can continue to study to, to study this so that it could, you know, I can answer this question I, I don't know uh, what it does to your brain personally, 
I know that there's a lot of research being done to, to figure that out. There's a lot of um, paths, right, to, to give people access to this medicine. One of them is the pharmaceutical path. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people that are doing clinical trials, mm -hmm. phase one, phase two clinical trials to try to get breakthrough therapy, FDA-approved medicine. Okay. And, and with that, we have received a lot of information, a lot of research, which obviously also takes a lot of funding and time to, to conclude. So little by little, we're coming to the, so, the so we need to ask investors, answer. private investors, <laughs> people. We have to have a, a lab for like little rats, guinea pigs. You yep. can all come try some yep. psilocybin here with Santiago. Let's yep. see what happens in a room. You can actually try it at home. You can try it at home and sign it's, up for clinical trials. So how does that work? So when you say try it at home, what do you mean? Like, do you like that's for microdosing that you get clinical trials? There's yeah, there's a um, an organization that's called Quantify Citizen. That, okay. is, that is trying to just, you know, in a decentralized manner, collect data from people who are consuming these substances. So it's just, you know, kind of volunteering to But, give data so that we can centralize it, analyze it and make some decisions off of that. So they give you the medicine for free? They don't give you the medicine, right? <laughs> That's where we assume people are sourcing their own medicine and please source responsibly, right? Please source responsibly. What do you mean by sourcing responsibly? What is the risk? Well, yeah, unfortunately right now, right? And that's the other problem where we, where we lose our freedom. We also lose the ability to guarantee that the products we're consuming are safe. Mm. So there's a lot of products out there on the streets, for lack of better terms, right, which have little to no quality testing. Mm. They could be coming from anywhere. And so a lot of times if, if you buy mushrooms, for example, mm. when you buy mushrooms, you see what they are and you have better odds that you bought something that is that is of that quality. Is If you exactly if you buy something that is more what they would call a finished product, maybe a chocolate or a capsule, and you don't know where those products are coming from, then it becomes a little more difficult to know exactly what you're consuming. And without the access to lab testing, then it's also difficult for someone who's providing those chocolates or capsules to guarantee the consumers that those products are safe. So now there's this big mess of what is safe and what isn't safe, right? And unfortunately, the most that you could do is just try to get as close as possible to the source as you can so, and make sure you know someone growing the mushrooms or grow them yourself. It's really not that difficult. Espérate, hold on to that thought because, <laughs> so, okay, to source your track, they can call Santiago and get the best, uh, you know, uh, 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 Soon, if you're in Colorado, uh, soon, yes. So you don't, you don't mail around the world, global Unfortunately, delivery? Unfortunately, we are not able to. Uh, <laughs> so let's all take a trip to Colorado. We'll go to Denver. We'll take our medicine. And, uh, and about the growing, please don't, Don't, don't incentivate So see, that, that I'm more happy to help with, right? I, I, I unfortunately can't help you guys unless you come to Denver. And, and luckily, we're in a great state there in Colorado. Prop 122 just passed. So legally, we are able to share these products with each other. We're able to grow them at home legally as well. Um, but, you know, more than happy, no matter where you are in the world, to help with growing your own mushrooms. It and really to, is and not to that complicated. the difference, because I saw some friends in England, they have a, a tradition that they have mushroom hunting. And every time around spring, you go hunting, yes. you know, it's like a, yeah. a hunting thing. And so many people got intoxicated and poisoned because they thought they ate the mushrooms thinking that they were the 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 psilocybin yeah. and they just ate a poisonous mushroom and ended up really bad. So be careful. Not all the mushrooms are the psilocybin or the ones that are natural medicine. Some of them could be poisoned. So if you have any doubts, uh, Santiago, maybe we should post like, the, the, the little pictures of how they look or which ones not to take. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of information out there online. And, and I think, again, I wouldn't say go out and try to find your own wild mushrooms. I think it's probably easier to grow them at home. So benefits are every day we find more benefits. Risks? Yeah, well, benefits, right? Again, I'll talk about my own personal uh My own personal experience benefits at a large dose. There's differences, right? Microdose, a medium dose, you could say, a macrodose, etc. Why many would you terms, want to go do microdose? A person that has what, like what profile? Uh, microdose. There's a lot of research being done, but there, there's positive outcomes with uh, treatment-resistant depression. 
with anxiety, really just anybody that just wants to shift their perspective. There's people I know that have stopped taking Adderall, for example, mm. and done microdose, which you, would, you wouldn't really think in the same sentence Same, as yeah. like depression and Adderall. But th there's a lot of different applications. And that's the beauty of it, right, is some people say like the medicine is internal and the mushrooms are a key that helps you to access that medicine. I would just say it's more of like that shift of perspective mm. that that helps us but yeah daily microdose it could help just to have a good day right and in my experience i might not microdose for a month and then i take a microdose i go on with my day i forgot i took a microdose and at the end of the day i'm like man i had a really good day you know like i was happy today i had a positive day i was productive today and i'm like oh yeah i took that microdose right not to take okay. credit away from the fact that the day was good but It, it, it could be something like that where it, you're not really looking for any type of medical solution outside of just having a good day. It helps not take to take away from the of, rest of things exactly. that we accumulate. Exactly. And so, and and then you recommend microdosing for anybody for it's a month or a few weeks that you do the period of time of microdosing, and then you can do a macrodose yeah. for other occasions. There's people so. Um, This is how I would recommend okay. it, right? I would recommend first you get as much information as you possibly can. Try to find bad information, you know, make sure it's not misinformation because that's probably all it is. Good information if you're more on the medical leaning of, of, of information. There's a lot of research that's being When done by large to universities. To get all that information. Yep. Tell them. <laughs> oh, I'll tell them. So <laughs> good point. So um, definitely take a larger dose first in my opinion okay. right again you don't have to yeah. but this is my personal life i took a large dose mm -hmm. which really opened up my mind and, and changed my perspective to what are mushrooms and changed my perspective on a lot of different things that were going on with my life and you know let, let, i just wanted to be a better person that's it mm -hmm. and, and and i wanted to stop certain habits the microdose helped me write a way to come to terms with that these habits were not good right and so as i went on with my life maybe for a week two weeks i'm like okay yeah no problem i don't want to do anything and then a month later maybe those habits start to crawl back or creep back into your mind and a microdose helped me shift that perspective again and be reminded of let's say just zoom out in the bigger picture okay of of my personal experience so I think it's like jumping into the deep end, right? If you want to learn how to swim, yes, you can walk in step by step and then go swimming or you could just jump into the deep end, figure See, out yeah, that you can swim and then you can go on with your journey. So to each their own, but that's the way I would personally um, go. You can go the other way around and go little by little, step by step, take a microdose, try to slowly shift your perspective, play with the dosage, you know, you can, and this is easy, dosing in mushrooms uh -huh is not complex it's just the dry the dry weight of the mushroom that is still how we speak because of the lack of testing okay. right so unlike cannabis where we talk about the dosing in percentage or milligrams mm -hmm. of thc mm -hmm. normally that's how we speak right or cbd or other cannabinoids with mushrooms we're still talking about the dry weight of the entire mushroom Okay. Not the percentage psilocybin. There are some products coming out on the market that are talking about the psilocybin in the product. But 99% of products out there right now talk about a dosage in terms of the dry weight of the entire mushroom. Yeah, because they cannot even have a, the, the research yet to say the how testing much is limited. The testing to say how much psilocybin What the true percentage, what the so, true potency is. So yes. on the dry, and then it goes like how many grams will be something of a macrodose or how many grams will be something of a microdose? Great question. So <laughs> my microdose is 100 milligrams. Okay. Right? There's some people that start with 50 milligrams. Okay. That's what would, would most widely be known as a, as a microdose. Okay. Then there's, you can double it, right? You can still see, and, and, and that to me would be, let's say, of a weekly dose. We got to go to work. We got to be productive. We got to record a podcast, 100 milligrams, no problem. I have not taken anything <laughs> yet. I have. I wish. <laughs> you see, he doesn't share. He, I brought him here and he's not sharing something. They asked me to wait. 
<laughs> Kemal Guest. Caramba, I don't know who you got that, 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 uh, that note memo from. <laughs> There's plenty of gifts. Yeah. There's plenty of gifts right. here. Amazing. But yeah, so we'll 100. We'll shooting after the, after <laughs> yeah, the conversation. We should. Yeah, we should. absolutely. 100, 100 to uh, 50 to 100 uh, mm-hmm. microdose. Usually you can double it, go to 250, 300. I would still say it's still a microdose for me. That's more of like afternoon or weekend where I don't have to be too productive or, or too focused. And then anything above that, I would say you're already out of the microdose range. So when you have the microdose, you can drive, you can do all your activities. In I wouldn't in recommend it. Definitely, especially as you're, as you're getting into your relationship with this natural medicine, right? Understanding your dose definitely there's some people that can drive on a microdose but i i wouldn't recommend it until you yourself know that you are capable no, of you driving know, i haven't even been able to try it i got for my birthday two chocolates that they gave me a long time ago and the lady that worked in my house she left on a friday afternoon she was super hungry and i barely have food in my but she instead of grabbing the apple or the tangerine she, she grabbed the, the chocolates chocolate. and she ate the whole chocolate that woman came back on monday and they, like she had to stop in the in the turnpike, the car pulled over because she started seeing and Friday afternoon rush hour, she had to call the husband, got off the car, she was seeing the planes going like this. Apparently the kids would laugh and say that the woman stayed in the garden for forever, that she never saw her hu- husband so handsome, that the, 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 the dog was color zapote. <laughs> that is Ay, amazing. Bea, yo <laughs> like, I just, you ate my mom, my chocolate. <laughs> I was like, those the- chocolates had something. I was like, no, they were from Switzerland. <laughs> She's my very fine chocolate <laughs> um but that was like a long time ago but i i think she changed her perspective She's i think always so like, are you gonna leave more of those chocolates are you gonna bring more of those chocolates <laughs> like not for you <laughs> yeah I, that's probably a great uh opportunity to talk about set and setting See? i don't know if you're familiar with the term but that's another widely known term right if you are gonna consume be mindful of your mindset and your setting, right? Because Where you, you are, pre- who you're you with. You see pe- people very pretty. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also driving in traffic is probably not going to be the best experience. No, not at all. But yeah, that but settings are important because it's... your mindset and your setting. Yes. Yeah. So, and again, that doesn't have to mean that you're in the most positive mindset, right? Because again, then how does this help a... treat depression? Yeah. But you just have to be confident. In, in what you're doing, right? Yeah. Be, be informed in what you're doing and if, if you, and have the right intention, I would add as well, right? So again, you don't have to be in a positive place in life or be super happy as long as you're going into this experience with the right intention and keep in mind that you're doing this, right? Sometimes when you use a larger dose, if we're now talking mm-hmm. about getting out of microdose, a larger dose, a lot of times people forgot what they did. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm stuck here in, in this mindset, right, in, in this trip. Yeah. And and so just remember what you did. If you prepare, you, you would. Some people even write it on their skin or on a piece of paper, like you took mushrooms. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So just remember, there, there's a beginning and an end. So if you wake up in the morning if in a cheap hotel somewhere and you see your, your hand, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that doesn't really happen unless, you know, something... Usually really during the experience is where, again, you can... Because you have that dissociation, right? Okay. Where you lose the ego, you could say. So it is a new experience to a lot of people if you have never tried psychedelics. And we're talking about a much larger dose as well, not a microdose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at that point, your mindset is really important. So if you're going into this with the right intention and you are confident in what you're doing and your setting, right? So if you are with people, which usually it is recommended to be at least with one person who is usually called the trip sitter. Um, But if you're with people, be with someone who you're comfortable with or people that you're comfortable with. And if you're out, maybe, you know, just out one night or out and, you know, out and about or even at your house, just make sure that your setting is comfortable, like your physical setting and the people that you're around. Maybe clean your house first before you take mushrooms. So it's not that you have to be in nature or by the ocean. Just it would be great to. In my opinion, it, it, it's definitely it. a great experience to do it in nature. It brings us back to the fact that nowadays we're disconnected, yeah. right? We walk around every day and 
who knows what trees we passed or what flowers we passed. We are know, completely disconnected. Saying, saying hi to every tree. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So, Hello, you're so, alive. Yeah. <laughs> doing it in nature is definitely an amazing experience. It doesn't take away from the fact that you can do it at home, right? The, the medical setting or the route that we're seeing the, the medical um, profession take with these substances is more of a clinic route. Yeah. So you're laying down on a couch. Sometimes you have blindfolds. It, it helps with the uh, to internalize the experience. So there's definitely different uh, set and settings that that could partake. Just be conscious of it. And will you take more about the experience if you have somebody as a therapist as a therapist that will actually you know guide you through or take you to moments or things in your life so you can as you were saying that, uh, that a metaphor about yeah. the snow covering the tracks so the snow uh, yeah so. yeah I think I mean. Unfortunately, it, it's I, not easy to access, right? Like a therapist, a shaman, a trip you. sitter. Yeah, there's many different terms for this. It's not easy to access those people. And a lot of those people are either self-taught or, or hopefully they, they have worked with, with uh, some somebody from the indigenous community to be trained on uh, older ceremonies. But um, yeah, I mean, do you do that? Fine. Uh, I personally don't. No. no, I personally don't. So I you don't. cannot call Santiago for that. <laughs> no, I, I can definitely connect you with a lot of people that do, but I personally don't. They come straight from the source, but I think it's 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 worth it because uh, I think, well, just because of the recreation and yeah. all the, the euphoria or the enthusiasm that you can find around of having that experience to also to take the most advantage of... It's uh, like a mentor, of right? Of it, it, somebody or, that's going to help you through that like journey. It's like resetting. It's like doing a detox to reset and, and, and then, you know, see life with a different uh, perspective. So we all see the benefits and uh, and how to do it or how do you recommend to do it, have this experience and how often you can do it. But is there any risks besides we already covered that you're not going to get addicted? There are not addiction drugs or medicine. Uh, what, is there any other risks bef besides, you know, you just... As far as we know, gonna, huh? no. Outside of a bad experience, yeah. right? The risk is to have a bad experience, which is goes back to the set and setting, et cetera, et cetera. From a medical perspective, and again, I'm not a doctor, so please speak to a medical professional, but as far as I know, th like there's nobody that's died from consuming cannabis. There's nobody that's died from consuming mushrooms no there's OGs, people that have no overdose no tested the limits on how many doses right okay so. so but again if you're maybe taking some other medication and you're not sure if, if you should take mushrooms while taking something else definitely consult a, a medical professional but here between friends there's no risks. So, and consulting the medical, probably the doctor's going to tell you, yeah, I don't know, it's okay. I it depends know, what doctor, it, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, they got to be, they got to be with the times. This is the time for psilocybin. This, I definitely think it is the time. And I think it's, uh, it, uh, it does do as well as a, as an individual and as a society and in, in, in else. But that's my own opinion. So we're coming here. There's no risk. There's great benefits. Is this for everybody? It's for everybody that wants to try. Yes, it's for everybody that's curious enough to, to explore something that, that at the end of the day is, is their right to explore, right? If that's what they believe. If, if they don't believe that or they don't want to try that or they don't want to try it because they're in a state where it might be illegal and so the link to the legality of it makes them scared, then no, I wouldn't say everybody should try it. But definitely feel free to, to feel and know that it is your right to want to try it you shouldn't feel bad because you want to try it and now you feel like a drug addict right going back to the previous generations yes definitely let, let, let's try to get away from that right put the guilt aside know that it is your right to want to try it to explore and if you feel conf confident in doing it and comfortable with doing it, then, yeah, I think it would be for all of those people. And if they tell you something, are they going to put a stigma or a label and you say they just, yeah, yeah. own it. We're past that. Own it. We're past <laughs> it. Go yeah. for it. I, 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 I truly recommend it. I think it's fantastic uh, what you're doing. So if it has all these benefits, uh, I've heard also that it's a great it's a great tool for people that have P PTSD that have come from uh, traumatic situations, either from war, from losses, from a lot of sicknesses. 
is that is it true is it used on i would say yes it is definitely true and and again there's research that proves that it is uh true there's different psychedelic substances that that have been studied for ptsd mdma being one of them that we haven't mentioned today yeah. psilocybin uh mushrooms uh also being another one and i think Again, right? Like, I, I, me personally, or my business is not doing this, this uh, clinical research or working with with patients. We do more research on the fungi themselves, the mushrooms, the products. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that when we can, we have the highest quality, uh, closest to the nat most natural product that there is. Right. So we try to mix the blend between completely natural and pharmaceutical, mm -hmm. which is going the synthetic route. Um, but back, uh, back to your point, I think it, it, it's definitely something that, uh, my birthday. No, no, <laughs> it's true because what we're saying is that if, if it's been used for people with PTSD, especially, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, patients that have come from very traumatic situations, yes. it's very, I've heard a lot about it being used with the military, yes. with, uh, expatriates that have come from war, that have lost people that have lost, you know, they, 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 they have gone through very traumatic situations. So even if the military uses it internally, so it's like a conspiracy, they're just Uh, stopping you from having something that is competing to their profitable business of other types There's of medicine. There's always something behind the so scenes, yes. I, I cannot, after this conversation, it, for me, it, it, it uh, re reinforces the idea of they're just something that is too good and they don't want to do it because maybe it's not as profitable yep. because cost-wisely, it's, it's not something that, it, that is, uh, you know, uh, truffles. Yeah, no, everybody could grow it at home. I mean, no, cost-wise. You don't get the truffles I eat and then you eat the, the One microdosing. thing I will say with the PTSD, right, and, and, and a difference maybe from what is available out there for depression and PTSD, I, I think mushrooms helps you work through that trauma and or that depression it. and Prozac not just numb it, or numb it, right, or hide it or, or, or try to push it as far that down eventually into the subconscious. eventually, 10 years from now, if you wake up, you'll have to, to, to confront them or, exactly. you know, seeing young kids committing suicide as much as we see, seeing people lose their lives, obviously because of use of mixing things and others, but it's just basically because of the depression that they have yeah. and they can be treated or they can have this experience. Perhaps it could help. Yeah. But if it doesn't help you, definitely it's not going to do any harm to you. So I, I don't understand why it's, why still it's not legal. Why is it still not legal? And you're fighting for the right to research, fighting for the right to... It's like you're going to eat a tomato. You can't eat the tomato from Mexico. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, it's crazy. Why? I mean, it's not legal. It's natural. But again, you know, that goes back to the, but you're the war an activist on drugs. Because you've said several, several not times only myself, here, but I would hope that everybody right. here, uh -huh. everybody listening. Right. And, and, and it starts by just breaking I the internal an stigma. So tell me. Where yes. do we have to stand? Where do we, we just... go? Washington, D.C.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it starts with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. First, again, understand you're not doing anything wrong by being interested in this or by even trying this mm -hmm. uh inform yourself it's going to naturally come up more in conversation right even a year ago i don't think i maybe a year ago yes but a little bit longer i would have never thought about being on a, a podcast talking about mushrooms and and more than anything i'm here today to spark that curiosity and and to try to break this stigma and remind everybody that it's okay right and and once we understand that then we bring it into conversation more and and the more conversation that we have then the more normalized that it becomes and and the more that we could share and another beautiful thing about mushrooms and being very early in in this movement or hype like we were uh, describing it is the community mm. right there there is still a very strong community of like-minded individuals that like to speak about this, that like to share their experiences. And, and therefore it also brings us back to that, to that connected uh, society. It's great that you spoke about community because I think you can, um, you can actually know a person's uh, personality or, or, or know the, the, those prototypes by the drug they use so you can actually put oh this is a cokehead or this is a pothead or this i'm sorry for the he the head part yeah. <laughs> but you can see the profile of the personality and there's something so beautiful when you see people that uh that, that they do uh, psilocybin's yeah 
Yeah, I, so mean, I, I love Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart even smoke it. And we're not even going to talk more about the psilocybins. <laughs> we're going to eat them. So bring it down and let's cheer up for this incredible conversation and uh, and mostly for opening up the, the the possibilities of finding natural medicine and, and finding ways that we can um, be a better person, as you said. Absolutely. And opening our minds and stop, you know... Um, just being so judgmental towards yeah. the things that are starting so with ourselves, starting with ourselves. So starting with ourselves, it has great benefits. If you want to have a different perspective of life, if you want to have a, an enhanced better days and, and then better in ourselves, no, it makes you yeah. a little bit more, um, compassionate, solidarity, yes. fun, recreational. True. You can do recreational, but the benefits, it's also, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't disagree at all. You can definitely do it recreationally, you know, and, and personally, I would rather do that than have one or maybe too many drinks of alcohol. So, again, right, like don't have respect for uh, psilocybin, for mushrooms, for any psychedelic, any substance, really, but don't feel bad for doing it recreationally. But it, it, And I think we're, you're on a great path. And for the people that want to take this as a business, I think it's a great opportunity, as Santiago is doing in his company, as you're a co-founder. And uh, if they want to check you out, we're going to put all there. Or you can actually say uh, where to find you and where they can find more information. But I, I think it's a great business, and it's working with nature. Alcohol was illegal, what yeah. was it, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 1920s. No, more 1950s. They would leave Los Angeles to go to, to Tijuana to get alcohol, and Marilyn Monroe was alive. So, <laughs> I love how, it I, wasn't that far. <laughs> I love how you check your timeline. Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe, Monroe was still alive. alive. Yeah. <laughs> she had to cross to Tijuana <laughs> to go get champagne and bubbles, baby. Yeah. But in any case, the beauty of it as humanity is that every time we open these conversations, we evolve. And we bring things that are good for our lives. I don't say alcohol is good. On the contrary, I think it does a lot of damage to everything. And um, and this has a lot of benefits. And very, very, I, I really, on the surface, I cannot see any risk or any uh, negative stuff. Yeah. But I, I have to try it. And I'm I, asking Santiago to, I you would know, recommend be that. a nice exactly. guest. And, yes. You know, you, when you come to somebody's home, you bring something. Yeah. No? You bring a little present. I would recommend we try it, and then maybe let's have a podcast. We'll see what the conversation yeah, we'll was before, let's, and then let's after just the here. experience. We have time. It doesn't have to be tonight, we but we should definitely try it, and then we'll come back and talk about what that experience was like and what you thought from a firsthand perspective. We should definitely do that. And uh, when I first reached out to him, I got introduced by our producer, and um, who I was going crazy to do this uh drink with uh psilocybins and he promoted or show us an, uh, an idea that is still in our bucket list to be able to to make it make it a reality it's still there absolutely so we're not just going to do more podcasts but we're going to hopefully launch yeah. a product that it will be be revolutionizing absolutely Novelty. yeah amazing we don't want to be too soon How are we going to call it <laughs> oh, that's a great question. How much time they do we start have? Naming it so we manifest. I to need the universe. some uh, performance enhancers for creativity. Ongai. <laughs> Ongai. Perfecto. Ongai guy with double G. Santiago Ongai here with us at the Zing. I hope you enjoy this conversation. If you like it and you find value in it, do not just go crazy doing macro and micro dosing, but follow the Zing, share it, love it, subscribe to our YouTube channel and get the Zing and listen to it in any of the platforms you get your podcast. Until next season, we're on the next episode next week. <laughs> and for all the subscribers, he and I are going to open the conversation directly in DM. And um, maybe we can send you some free micro dosing so you can start your kit. Feel free to reach out. I am more than happy to open up any conversation one-on-one -on -one or whatever. He's not going to be in Denver anymore. He's going to move to Miami. <laughs> I'll but be here. I'll thank be here. you, Santiago, for of being course, here. Of course. Thank you. Thank it's you, a everybody. pleasure. Love you. Thank Besos. you so much. Till next episode.